Tonight on The Bachelor. Kay and Jared are furious at ABC's schedule change. The Bachelor? On a Tuesday? Then, just when we were beginning to fall in love with him, was John Paul Jones taken from us too soon? Plus, Luke P's communication problem. Is he really a master manipulator? All that and more. It's the most jaw-dropping episode ever. This is The Bachelor! Hello and welcome to The Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay and Derek is on his European vacation right now, but we have an awesome special guest this week. We have Jared Freed. It is such a pleasure to be here. Derek, I hope you're enjoying Mykonos. <laughs> I hope you're having a great time on that donkey climbing that the mountain. mountain, whatever people do. Oh, yeah. I hope you're enjoying the, the feta. And J Train is here. I'm J Train is here. All right. If you guys um, don't know Jared Freed, he is on our You Up podcast here at Betches. You should definitely listen to that and follow them on Instagram. And you should follow Jared Freed. He does incredible Bachelor recaps on his stories. They're insane. I love The Bachelor. Love The Bachelorette. This isn't a joke. I'm not here to trash it. I love the show. If you know me. You yeah. know I love the show. Um, I take it very seriously. <laughs> I think so. I, I people don't. Some people don't think I take it as seriously as I do. They'll be like, so like they'll try and send me like they'll be like, so do you want the spoilers? I'm like, no. Oh, I love a spoiler. Oh my god, really? <laughs> I love a spoiler. Oh, get out of my face! I'm here to enjoy because I do live stories, you know, and I I sit there and I yell at the TV while. While the show is going on, so like I want to be experiencing it with, with everybody else, everyone okay, else. Yeah. And I mean, this week is tough because Mikey Fleiss, baby, you got to get your fucking schedule together. This is crazy. This schedule switch is awful. It I threw I, off everybody. We all have lives to live. Okay, <laughs> Elon, Ga- Gail, whatever the fuck your name is, <laughs> you need to get your shit together. And he doesn't a- work for he doesn't work for Bachelor anymore. Oh, he doesn't. I this tag is like him and everything. this is like. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like desperately tagging. And he's like, oh, this guy. He doesn't even know. (laughs) But the schedule, like, give us a little more. I know it's the NBA Finals. I know that schedule is fluid of some sort. But But give us. I literally put out a whole day of my week for the Bachelor Bachelorette. And then to have it switch. And now I'm like, oh, fuck. And then last night I had shows, so I didn't even get to do it. So I have to do it. I'm going to be doing my live story after we tape here. Um, and I've already watched the episode because I was like, let's just get through it. Let me go watch it. Yeah, for sure. We'll go tape and then I'll do the live. But like we have, you know, we have face masks to put on. We have things to do. <laughs> we have things to do. <laughs> and I guarantee you that there are more people watching The Bachelor than the NBA Finals. Yeah, there's something. I'm I'm so <laughs> angry about the schedule switch. It was and like and When I found out about it, and then like I posted on Instagram. I'm like, hey, uh, I'll be back with the, you know, when it comes back. And they're like. So you're missing it? I'm like, you don't even know. People didn't even know. <laughs> no, people didn't know. I put it on our story and I was getting all of these DMs about like, wait, it's on Tuesday. It's on Tuesday. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I just found out. And then I had to text you and be like, hey, you still good to do the podcast? Because different day. I This has ruined my week. Everything's off. I'm sick. It's, it's, <laughs> it's 
It's I'm because so it was changed. I'm so mad. I, I blame Hannah for everything. I blame her. <laughs> I blame her for all of it. All of it. All right. Well, if you guys don't follow Jared yet, you have to follow him on Instagram. It's at Jared Freed. And then on Twitter, he does awesome live tweeting of The Bachelor. Well, I moved it from Twitter. I, this is oh, we don't I, do anything on Twitter anymore. Sometimes here and there I'll do a tweet, but uh, JTrain56, but I... Insta stories. I've, I've moved it. I've moved the whole operation to Insta stories. That's where it <laughs> lands because Twitter. I was live tweeting for years. Yeah, loved live tweeting the show and loved the Bachelor Nation, the whole community on there. But mm-hmm. um, what I'm finding on Instagram stories is that it's it's more me. Um, yeah, the yelling that I do at the TV. <laughs> I think people because then I put up my show links. I do stand up around the country, yeah. and I'm like. I'm finding that more people feel connected to. They're like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, I know this guy a little bit more. You know, tweets are more words on a page. It's stuff to connect with. Exactly. That. So no. I'm enjoying the personal relationship I'm having with people while live story and people. I I didn't realize how insane I sound. Like when I live story it, like I didn't. I thought. But you don't sound insane. It's all of us. Like I, we're all like that is. I mean, but I, I I know. But I I I guess like. I didn't realize I'm a yeller. Like, I didn't know. People were like, I love watching you yell. I was like, I'm speaking at the Am normal voice tone that I, this is, <laughs> who's know. yelling? Who's yelling? You know, like, I know. <laughs> I'm, not. So I'm not yelling. You know, I'm just saying words in the way I wanted them to be said. And so I, I don't know. It's more me. So I, I've taken the, I love tweeting, but I, I've, I've just, I've, I've, I've packed up the house. Brought it over to Instagram. I got the movers. We're over to Instagram. It's also Twitter's like the platform. It's like where either no one sees it or everyone sees it. I well, I kind of yes. It's if it blows up there, I I just think of Twitter. Like I put a lot of tweets on Instagram, but I don't put all my tweets on Instagram. I think of like Twitter as the the rough draft and Instagram as like the final paper. It, okay, yes, so I like, completely agree with right? this. We, I test things on Twitter yeah. first, see how it does, and then if it's good, I'll throw it on Instagram. You know what? It, exactly. You know what it's like. It's like when you tell someone uh, a really long story, and then the next time you tell the story, you tell it like shorter and better. <laughs> yes. You're working it out on on Twitter. Like exactly. Twitter's where I tell my long stories where I complain about airplane shit. And like 240 and, characters. Sure. And like the threads. Yeah, the and then I'm like, oh, here's the funny part. It's going to Instagram for those peeps. This episode of The Bachelor Podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. Is there something that interferes with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? Well, BetterHelp is an online counseling and it is there for you. Uh, You can connect with your professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. Super convenient. I know a bunch of people that have used BetterHelp. Um, Legit, like people, especially men, like there's, there's a stigma behind you know, oh, you sh- shouldn't speak about your feelings. And I have several friends that have used use BetterHelp. It's it's super easy to use and it breaks that barrier really well. Well, that's great because there are licensed professional counselors who are specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, grief, um, family conflicts, LGBTQ matters, everything. So they are all there for you. And anything you share is confidential. So no need to worry about anyone finding out about, you know, what you're sharing in your personal life. Also, they have four communication modes, text, chat, phone, or video. So whatever you're most comfortable with, um, you can do it that way. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option. The Bachelor listeners, that's you, get 10% off your first month with discount code Bachelor. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash Bachelor. 
Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash bachelor. Okay, let's dive right into the episode. Um, we, I love this episode. Sorry to interrupt, but this no, is yeah. one of those, I, I call them the running in place at the stoplight episode. Yeah, nothing happened. Nothing happened. Um, but we, But it gives, these are the episodes for the real fans. Mm-hmm. This is where we've learned, I think we've learned a massive amount about their personalities, but there's not a lot of action. Yeah. Last week, two weeks ago, was an action episode. We had so much happen. A lot of things happened last week. A lot of things. <laughs> the um, Luke P, the Luke The S. Luke off. Uh, you know, we have pre-Captain America Serum Luke and post-Captain America Serum Luke. <laughs> yes. Um, that's a very Marvel inside joke. I fuck with Chris Evans. So, just you saying. know, so I, I, I loved that episode because action, action, action. They yeah. have them cheering for going to Rhode Island as if that's fucking Nice. I and know. Then, yeah, like insane. Um, but this was one of those... We're at the stoplight, jogging in place. Nothing's going on. We lost some loved ones, though. We lost John Paul Jones. I think we should spend some time on John Paul Jones. Yeah, we definitely need to talk about John Paul Jones. I have a lot of thoughts about him. First of all, big fan. I really do like John Paul Jones. I think he uh, has all of these little moments during the episodes that are so funny. He'll just be like in the background, either chugging wine or he'll be like putting in his mouth guard. Somebody, um, somebody sent us something and he was like putting his mouth guard and all the guys were yelling and somebody was like, uh, uh, John Paul Jones is in the back saying like, I wonder if these things are flavored. And like, and, I mean, he just has such you a know, presence. He, he had, here's, I'm going to read you. I do a breakdown of all the Bachelor contestants, Bachelorette yes. before every season. Here's the thing about the Bachelor, Bachelorette. I don't hate anyone on the show. I have true love for what they're doing for us every Monday. I have to say that I feel the same. I, I right? Like Speak on behalf of both of us. So we both feel the same way. Where we hate because we love. Yeah. They're giving us a break every Monday and Tuesday sometimes. Love too hard. Fucking flice. Sometimes, but they're giving us a break from our own reality and they're being sacrificial lambs. As much as there's Instagram, you know, uh, fortunes to be had, they are going up there and someone embarrassing themselves in ways that we don't have to. Yeah. We're reading their texts out loud that because we've done everything that they do on the show. Mm-hmm. John Paul Jones is the perfect example of someone who you look at and you go, fuck that guy. Yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> fuck his whole face. Here's what I wrote. And I do the, ba- the breakdown, if you don't know, not to promote my own shit. No, but I'm going to actually share this on the Instagram story today, and I'll put it in our highlights so you guys Please. can read it, just so you can see what we're talking about. Acquaint yourself with what I like. So I basically, I've been doing this breakdown like for years now, and it mm-hmm. used to be you had their picture, their age, what they do, their name, and I would just make fun of those things. Then they yeah. started doing bios, and I was like, oh, okay, now I have yeah. more... Give me more know, ammo. Fodder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now... <laughs> so... What, so I just basically off of firsthand whatever, I just make fun of them. <laughs> yeah, John Paul Jones is 24 and goes by John Paul Jones and only drinks champagne. Judging by his bio, he came on the show to be the villain. <laughs> He's already doing a great job. His face is really tough for me to look at without clenching my fist. I honestly can't believe that in 2019, someone who looks like JPJ is allowed on TV. I feel like we're going to read an article about how someone felt triggered by his presence. The headline will be, Guy who looks like the mascot for white privilege is triggering students at Colby (laughs) College. 
So that was my first. The clenching of the fist. (laughs) I look at him and I hate him. Yeah. But this is why the show is so good and nuanced. Yeah. You and I both sat outside here going, we fucking love John Paul Jones. Love him. Love him. He seemed to, and, and he seemed to get it. He seemed to get what he looked like, the chugging, the drink in the he background. He totally knows. He totally knows. He would say he had these little tiny lines. He'd make a face here and there. He put himself on the waxing table. Or He's whatever. self-aware. He, that's the thing about you cannot teach charisma. Mm-hmm. And John Paul Jones has it. Okay? I'm wow. saying that right now. And that's why I love The Bachelor. We came in. And, and listen, the audience is listening right now nodding along. I know they agree with us. Yes. There's nothing you, I became beloved. I want to meet this dude. I want to hang with this dude. For and, sure. it, and it shows you, and, and we're going to get into Luke P later, I'm sure. God. But Luke P, you look at him and you're like, we got to get away from this guy. Yeah, we got to run. What, what, what Sprint. Is, there's something off. Mm-hmm. JPJ, I wanted to get closer to him. I wanted to nuzzle my face into his chest. Which is why I wish there were, he got more screen time, which this is one thing that I do want to bring up, which is kind of controversial with JPJ. Don't get me wrong. I do love him. But do we think there's some sort of, is it, do we actually like really like him or is it just like the hype? Like did somebody say something and then all of a sudden we're like, I yeah, I like this. And then you feel like you have to keep liking I it. I totally understand what you're talking about. It's like the group think, you know, type of thing. Yeah. Where it's like, Oh, now the way the current has as much as the current goes against JPJ, because in the beginning, people hated it. Yeah. Just by his face. We were there. Yes. But then the current changes and it's like we go too far one way, too far another. All of this is about awareness. Mm-hmm. I really felt like every time he was on screen, he was winking at us like, I know I'm a douche. <laughs> Fuck off. I, I love that. Yeah. I, I love anyone who's aware of what because listen. I remember when I started doing stand-up comedy, I would go to these open mics and I would be in these like back of bars at like six o'clock on a Tuesday and I'd be on stage and everyone in the audience that would come to open mics is all comics that look like they had never spoken to a woman in their entire life. And they, <laughs> and I would try and talk about dating and I was like, they just looked at me like I was fucking evil. So it took me time to realize that like, then I would go on and be like, yeah, I get it, douchebag. You don't like, you don't know what you look like sometimes oh, to other yeah. people. <laughs> JPJ, it feels like he heard the noise, took the note, knew it, owned it. And leaned into it. Crushed it. Yeah, like he yeah, he is like an it. exact representation of what the guys need to be on the show. Like we were talking about this earlier about having some sort of strategy. Sure. So if you were going on the show, would you have some sort of like, like what would your See, strategy be? I don't know be, what or? my strategy would be. I You look, what you notice about the house and the reason I don't want to lose Luke P is because I don't know who, uh, it seems like everyone in the house likes each other. Yes. Minus Luke P. I just feel like he needs to pull it back. Oh, just to- of course, because he's going to get kicked off. I mean, yeah. I would assu- I'm just saying I, I don't know anything. I'm just saying like in my mind, he's too much out there to yeah. not get thrown off the show. So the other guys all like each other and hang out like I you have to be I would be want that glue guy role mm-hmm. because there's certain guys on the show, guys and girls that have become producer pets, as I oh, would call for them. sure. So you have to go on the show. And I've talked about this, I think, when I was on the show last, where it was like, you go. I would want to be that, where I'm more of a say stuff in the camera off. Like, I want face the camera interviews 
where I'm helping push storyline along. Exactly. And like a narrator sort of thing and stay I, out of the actual sure. bullshit drama. And I'd be making fun of everyone behind their backs. Mm-hmm. So like I want that one line where I look in the camera and go, yeah, Luke P is a fucking animal crazy person. You know, like I would want yes. that role as opposed to let me go confront Luke P. I mean, we started this episode with Luke S and Luke P facing off. And Hannah playing therapist. Hannah. Like, <laughs> Hannah like moderating this like whole situation, but actually not saying anything. Just be like, you guys need to sit down and talk to each Dude, other. I don't want I don't want to get ahead of us. Do we want to go through this? This is is this the part we're talking about? I mean That was Um like and her listen, face, I, though? I, I didn't come on here to hate I didn't start watching this. a lot of people don't like Hannah. And I didn't start the season not like her. I'm just like, she's the bachelorette. Let's go with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's had mental breakdowns every show. Yeah. It seems as though the producers don't like working with her. It seems like she's a pain in the ass. She went to the hospital. No one knows why. I th- I, we had no- a podcast episode saying, is Hannah, is Hannah B, um, did, was she sick or did, was she actually just hung over? <laughs> <laughs> that could be it. Like, give me an IV. Well, like. that, that's the thing with like, if the producers liked her, they'd be like, just say something about low blood sugar. Yeah. They would say to her, just say low blood sugar. And that just, mm-hmm. that's the storyline. They didn't even say that. No, they just said she's sick. Can't go on the in date, the hospital. Bye. Or yeah, in the hospital. And then she did a zhuzh of her hair and now she's sick. I'm sick, Hannah. So then she goes to these guys. She sits between Luke S and Luke's P and goes, all right. And then she does this thing where she goes, Tell it to him. And it's like, and then she has this face where she's like, so mad. Why isn't anyone talking to me? And it's like, you put this together. You did this. You wanted this weird (laughs) fucking play date, this weird role play thing. Yeah. And then she walks away and it's just like two dudes like sitting there. Sitting there that hate each other. And then, and then Luke S ends up sending himself home. Which I agreed with. Oh yeah, I, for sure. I, if I'm Lucas, and I know I'd there's a done. lot of, I've gotten a lot of DMs from local DC people. Lucas is not exactly well liked, really? by the audience from what I can okay muster. I've heard you know he's in the DC scene. There's a lot right. of friend of dated my friend dated him type of shit going around, which I don't like to get involved in. But he made the most smart. He basically saw he was like, oh Hannah. Is buying this shit? See you later. I can't be with her. He saw now's the time to slip my own throat. Like, yeah, to, I, I gotta end my end my life on this show. It's better to have him send himself home than have her send him home and like be embarrassed of the fact that she believed Luke P over him. Here's how even crazier she was gonna keep them both. So she yeah. goes to the rose ceremony. They take away a rose, signifying that, she that was gonna- he was one of the roses. Which is crazy. Crazy. You sat in between them. You said, I can't even be around these two. You didn't send either of them home. You were yeah. like, I got to keep them both. And, and that's why if I'm Lucas, like the rest of the guys, I could see them being like, we, they didn't see it close enough. Lucas had a front row seat for Hannah falling for the Luke P bullshit. And he was like, he probably looked at it. And if I was him, I would be like, listen, if she's going if, if to fuck around with this shit, she's here for... If I'm if I'm him, I'm thinking she's your first show. Yeah, and duh, duh. But like she's here to like drum up stuff on the show, is what he's thinking. Or she's saying he's thinking, man, her and I can't connect if she connects in any way with this liar. 
Yeah. Well, and I also think that it could be maybe it's just the producers being like, you have to keep him. So and he figure it out. And he was like, I'm going to go. Yeah. Yeah. I love when he was like, and he says, I'm here for my tequila brand, which isn't even out yet. (laughs) (laughs) Which isn't even a thing yet. But like, here's a plug. But here's a plug about it. (laughs) FYI. Promo code Luke S. For twenty percent off Luke's tequila. Some you know, of these like, guys already have a ton of followers. Tyler oh yeah, C. Um, I think even Luke P has a lot of followers. Just of because course he does. They're hate follows, right? Um, I think also Luke P attracts a certain type of woman. I think Luke P. You know, the best part about the Bachelorette is that, and in this season they're really digging into it, is the God audience. There's an oh, audience yeah. of people that are like very much like Hannah's our girl. She represents something to us. You know, you know, Bible thumping people that are hanging and watching the show going, Luke loves love. And they're like <laughs> on board. Because I mean we'll get into it, but Luke is 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 speaking in you know in in catchphrases that Joel Austin uses. That's what he does. Yeah. Yeah. I I just feel I have so many thoughts about Luke P. And I actually hope I hope that he's actually a shitty person in real life, because if if he's not, this is quite if this is an act or like if this if this is some sort of edit, I mean, the producers really screwed him over on it. Yeah, I I hope that he's trash in real life. Everything comes from a little bit of. I I believe in reality TV. Obviously, they're making edits. They're making people look a certain way. Um, but everything has ground has a little bit of truth to it. Like the fact that Hannah has had, I'm I'm going to repeat myself. Every episode, she's had an episode. Mm-hmm. Every episode, she has had a moment where you're going, "Is this person like okay?" Like so, you can tell so, that she's drunk every episode. I mean, not just like tipsy, but like drunk. She was, she was getting a little bit loaded. I mean, which they is also fine. Don't put her in a good position, like. Yeah. You know, they're saying to her, yeah, you're going to go on this meet up in the pub and go on this whiskey tasting tour. <laughs> and, you know, Which now you can champagne and like she's not it's not like she's like this, like, you know, you know, 35 year old woman who's no, she's like 24, go- 25. Yeah, she's young. And like, you know, you'd say, well, I drank the most in college. No, you didn't. You drank in one small period of time in college. Yeah. When you get out of college, it's after work drinks, uh, you know, after (laughs) dinner drinks, weekend drinks, daytime drinks. After college drinking is a totally different Different level. Different level. And it's continuous. There's no, you know, you know, it's Saturday. We do, it's, you know, it's not confined as much in college. In real life, you get used to this sort of schedule. You start to know, okay, I'm out on Tuesday. Yeah. But I'm in for the after dinner drinks. But I'm going to only have one drink because you have to know. My whole life is a pregame. Absolutely. I feel like I'm just in one constant (laughs) pregame. That's the name of (laughs) Kay's new book. Uh, My life is a pregame. Yeah. The the Kay Brown story. The Kay Brown story. (laughs) Like, that's what it is. Okay. Well, speaking of drinking, so um, Mike gets this one on one date. I love Mike. Love Mike. This Next is Bachelor? Where, I, I I mean, I would... I'm you, here for that. I'm here for that. You know why? Because I thought about this a lot on Mike and Hannah's date. Mike was so genuinely there for the date. Oh, yeah. Like, he is... And he and you could tell, like, he's like, I really want to tell this girl that I'm, like, having feel. Remember when he got, like, all, like, crazed about it? Uh-huh. Like he was he about goes, to I say, need to take a drink. He was, like, yeah. he was nervous and but, worked up. But Hannah just kind of... The whole date, it just felt like 
she was this like eyes wide open, just like, uh-huh, I like being liked. I don't you know, feel like, like there's any chemistry between them, to be none. honest. I feel like he's great and everything, but I don't I don't see any chemistry. I mean, they didn't talk about anything. They didn't really have, I, I don't recall any conversation that they had well, that Hannah was like, wants meaningful. to know if you like macaroni and cheese or spaghetti. I was dead. I need to know. Do you <laughs> like mac and, that's one of those, that's a very female thing. <laughs> I need to know, do you like mac and cheese or spaghetti? And it's like, that's one of those stories. That's one of those things women tell women that they're like, things are great. He loves mac and cheese. I only know that about him. And it's like, okay, yeah, right, and yeah, I've, we've all had fucking, you know, hamburger helper. What the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> yeah. Mike came with a genuine sincerity. Yeah, he did that the whole day. But then I kept watching him with hand and I was like, I was like, why is she, she's just like, it, it, it felt like they were playing basketball without the net. Like, like, yeah. like the ball would go through, but you would but like, there was did it nothing go, there, there was like nothing you there weren't there like sure if it. it went through or not. Yeah. And it was just like, and, and I, I don't know what it was. And then like, she does things that are so annoying. She does things like. She did this. She tries to act awkward when it's like, you're not awkward, bitch. You are in no. a fucking pageant. You you're, know how the to talk to people. The whole game is not being awkward. Right. And it's like, you know, she's walking out of the whiskey place being like, oh, like dancing out of it. And you're like, get out of she's here. She's trying to play too, too hard of like a, I'm down to earth and yeah. I'm a cool girl or like, I'm chill. Like, uh, okay. If you go to the hospital without any explanation of anything, you're not chill. <laughs> Like, no, there's no there's, there's, there's no chill in you. It's the furthest thing from chill. Is is I need to go to the hospital. What well, what's wrong? I don't know. I just need to go. I just need to go. Send an ambulance. Yeah. Now. <laughs> <laughs> like and that's not to like minimize people going to hospitals, obviously. I think she's minimizing it by going for we need a reason. This is not, Yeah, we I, didn't I, get a we didn't get a reason and that was uh But Mike, that was the thing with Mike, is I it felt like it was like it was it was awkward because you have yin and y- yin and yang, mm-hmm. genuine, not genuine. Like Mike felt like he was like literally giddy to be there. Yeah, one of the things I said uh, to Derek is that I I hear this like every time Mike speaks, yeah. I believe everything that he is saying. Yeah, and it, and I believe he believes it. That's another thing like, for sure. Whether you know he does the one thing he did one episode where he's like, I want to make you my queen, and I was like, I believe that he says that. You yeah, know, like I believe he believes that. All That's of those things are genuine. I yes. I don't believe in saying calling a woman your queen. No. That's not my thing, but I believe it might be his thing. Yeah. <laughs> so they go to Scotland, which Can you imagine what would you do if wait, your boyfriend so if, if Matt called me his queen? Yeah. I would just be like I don't even know how I'd respond because I'm, I feel like that's just some sort of like LOL thing that you text like, yes, queen. Or yeah. like, <laughs> like you go to a party together and everyone's like, Matt, who did you bring? This is my queen. That would be weird. Right? Immediate breakup. Like that's it. That's a deal breaker. <laughs> Not anymore. And then you run oh, away. Oh, that's so sweet. But I got to go. <laughs> I'm going to run to the bathroom really quick. Grab yeah. my purse. <laughs> I got things to do. Uh, this queen has a new country to rule. Gotta go. <laughs> okay. So they go to Scotland. And one of the things I said last night on uh, Twitter was, 
Pilot Pete was so excited to be in Scotland. And I was yeah. like, is this guy, I was like, why is he so excited to be in Scotland? Like, where is he flying to? Like, in and out of Charlotte? I was like, this is crazy. Yeah, yeah, you would think he's a little bit more worldly than he is. And they do this whole, like, Celtic wrestling thing. Uh, is Celtic, is, was that what it was? I don't know what that Celtic was. Celtic wrestling? It, they, but they did it balls out. They went after it. Um... <laughs> I love that. I love that they got a crowd. I can always understand how they could find a crowd in Providence. Where do they but find these Scotland. Scottish people who have no connection to the Bachelorette that they're like, yeah, come out and watch these dudes from America wrestle each other for one woman, like with no they, underwear with on. No underwear. <laughs> yeah, why was that a whole thing? Literally balls out for uh, whatever. To me, they they kept um, spraying or what are they called? They when they put make the care they kept blurring out oh yeah the little uh, sensor the yeah. sensor <laughs> but i was like this is either a joke that the producers are doing or the guys in the house are so close that they were like let's all go fucking free let's just us. do it like that would be f- that that does feel like how close the house is mm-hmm. they be- do feel like actual friends like i even yes. see them on instagram and stuff now and they they all seem like friends but in a they're actually friends, not like I need to keep hanging out with these guys. I, I, I'm sorry relevant. to keep going back. I have to no, go let's back. let's do it. When they gave the roses out and then they go to cheers and then Luke P is like, why is it that the worst people alive feel the need to give a speech during a cheers? <laughs> like calling himself out even more. It's like, you know, everyone hates you. Yeah. Here, right? And then they laughed at him while he did it. It's like it, at that point, doesn't Hannah look and go, everyone's laughing at this guy. He's obviously a douche. Yes. Like, doesn't she just go, hey, I'm going to need that rose back. Like, that's where I'm on Luke S's side where it's like, yeah, you watched a group of 10 men all not take this one dude seriously mm-hmm. at the same time. You don't fucking this walk away this from this. This isn't some sort of like red flag, yeah, like yeah, alarms yeah. aren't going up, which on their one-on-one date, the Luke P and Hannah one-on-one date, she says, I don't understand why the guys don't I, like you. This is, this is, this I, is crazy. I, sorry to jump around. I, no, I because I, that, that was to me, uh, let's, uh, let's go through the group date first. Group because date. I, I, I have a lot to say. I have a lot of things to say about the Luke P. The way he speaks is scary. But yeah, yeah let's. He's terrifying. But, <laughs> um, so while well, the, the group so, day. So the group day when they're all free balling, that seemed to me what dudes would do. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what would be funny? They're going to have to blur this out. Let's all just go free ball with the fucking skirts. And then yeah. like, and everyone's like, yeah, that's hilarious. And then they all did it together. That's what 25-year-old men do. <laughs> Even though there's children there watching. Mommy, There's what is that? Yikes. Mommy, what are those? What, what is that snake in their pants? <laughs> Don't worry, son. That's just their ball. Those are American balls. They're putting these guys. They're putting these guys through. Honestly, all of it. Like every every week is some sort of physical activity. Yep. They had the roller derby. They mm-hmm. have the rugby. This week they're wrestling in Celts, and then they're carrying milk, like milk jugs, milk, yeah. uh, <laughs> whatever. Down. And and Jed pours it well, over. That his was head. my favorite thing. Is Jed is who ad- admitted last week to coming on the show for his music career, and it just went. In one ear and out the I mean, she completely she, ignored it. It was the she looked at it. She was like, "I get it, I get it," you know. <laughs> but Luke S. But is apparently the, but, the but devil. But also, you like me. That's Hannah's whole thing. As long as you say you like Hannah, 
She can't lose you. And Hannah, you know, <sighs> there's a lot of people out hating on her, but she's representative of a lot of what a lot of women are going through dating. They're holding on to fine to never have good. Yeah. And to never have great. And they're saying, well, he said this one thing to me, so all the other shitty things he's doing doesn't matter because this one thing. That's what Hannah does. So Hannah. I've been has, there. We've all. I mean, <laughs> Honestly, I've been there. Jed literally said to her, I want to be honest, I came on here because of my music career, and, but I'm like also falling for you. And all she heard was falling for you. That's <laughs> he it. completely ignored but, the whole. But that's the thing. Jed had a strategy. He. You could see it on their faces during the group date. The best part. He pours the milk on himself and then they go to the wrestling part and he goes, I want to wrestle. I want to pin the lady or whatever. Yeah. And he goes to wrestle Hannah and you could see behind if you go back and watch. Yeah. All the dudes are just like, that was a good idea. Honestly, like, yeah, yeah like, like slow fuck. clap. <laughs> Damn it. That guy. And then he wins the rose. Mm -hmm. And I think it's in part that he, Jed, is Jed. You know, when he you knows what he's doing, you ever watch those motivational videos where like, what's your why? I try to avoid them. But well, okay. So the, there's <laughs> but this, I like, know what you're talking, you know what talking about. about. Yes, absolutely. You got to know your why to get you to your goal. We got to, uh -huh. what's the reason you're training every day? What's the reason you wake up early in the morning? You're like my family, my, you know, my kids, my yeah. mortgage. Jed has a why. Jed mm -hmm. came on the show being like, my I got to get career. this music career. Off the fucking ground. But also, he's not that good of a singer. Listen. Whoa. <laughs> it was... It was <laughs> that was weird. I was like, okay, so he's here for his music career, but the guy doesn't play good music. He, like, can't sing. It was tough sledding, the beginning. The first Ooh. three notes of the song he sang, I was like, uh-oh. And then he Yikes. got to the chorus. It was a little bit better. But listen, I'm sure that if we... Jed... You know, plotting Jed, Jed, who is very obviously plotting his way through this show. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what I'm talking about, where I'm like, you know, pours the milk. He knows that gets him on camera. Yes. Um, he tackles Hannah. tackles Hannah on camera. Great idea. The other guys are going, fuck. Great idea. Hannah, who we are now, we can all agree right now, Hannah, as long as you say you like her. She's fine with it. Fine that's with all it. she cares about because every that's time that's about. one thing she keeps saying is like, if you're not here for me, then like, I don't want you to be here. So Jed saying, let me, let me take on the I'm girl. Here I'm here for gonna, you. I'm gonna, that's what I'm saying. I'm here for you. And also gets him on camera. So like all this stuff, he knows that music is also marketing. Mm -hmm. So, like, there's a lot of musicians that we all know and love that if you heard them without auto-tune and the thing in their ear and you you'd go, is this Jed? Yeah. You know, like, Wait, what? <laughs> what? What is this? I know. I actually want to hear his music when it comes. It's going to be unbelievable. He's going to get hooked up with a great producer. Great DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get some auto-tune on there. Jed, Jed is going to be doing the remix of uh, I Got the Horses in the Back. You know? <laughs> Jed, you're going to see Jed doing guitar next to the horse. What's his name? Who does Horses in the uh, Back? Lil Nas. Lil Nas. Yeah. Jed and Lil Nas, and he's going to do the chorus for I'm it. I'm dead. And, he's gonna, and it's gonna, that's going to be him. Well, he should do it. He should dance and do it. You know he's a, a male dancer. Too. Jed? Yeah. Is that <sighs> But he hasn't said it on the show. This is stuff that like people have like found out and have DM'd sure. us. There's articles about this it. This is why you should never go on The Bachelor. The, or The Bachelorette. Because yeah. people find shit 
I mean, everything. And like our, the people who follow us, shout out to you guys following the Bachelor podcast, but you, they will send us like the craziest things. I mean, people were in Boston sending us photos of Hannah be on her date when it was happening, like months before. And they'll be like, Hey, Hannah's out here. This is what happened. I found this. I dated him. How did they fit the top of Jed's head into that picture? Listen, the the meme that you made (laughs) of like the Jed's family and they all looked like aliens. If you guys haven't seen this, is this on your Instagram? It's on, it's on all your feed. of the past uh, Bachelor Live stories are on my Instagram. It is so funny. And I, because one of the things I said about Jed was it looks like he looks like that face filter on um, like your Snapchat where it like squishes the front part yes. of your nose in and like your head gets really big. And it, that's it, what it looks like. And I don't know if it's a haircut. I don't know. I Because part of me thinks I think it's, it's just not, a head shape. That's his head shape? I think it's just his head shape and his haircut doesn't help. Like if I were him, I'd be in a lot of beanies. Baseball yeah. caps. Uh, yes, you know, wear like, by a hat. Like, let's do it. Cowboy hats. Yeah. So, yeah, but the group date, very obviously. Like, that was where I was like, oh, Jed is a very good at this game. Mm-hmm. Because him even getting the rose, I was like, I thought, like, Pilot Pete, I like him. I think he's a front runner. The dude yeah. who looks like Spicoli that looks always high. What's his name? Um, Tyler. Tyler C. And women love Tyler C. Women, honestly, he, I put up some sort of tweet. It was like, it was just four pictures of uh, Tyler P. And some girl was like, that's it. That's the tweet. And it got like 5,000. I mean, he's people, a beautiful man. Up. He's also tall and he has um, douchebag from a rom-com face. Yes. He looks like the original boyfriend from every rom-com. Like, that's g- the, like an actual shit bag. Yes. But plays, but ends up being nice. Yeah, yeah. He, like in the beginning, he dumps her, then tries to come back at the end. And he's yeah. like ruined and found, you know, he's found his way. That, he has that face. And I, so I get that. He's a front runner. Pilot Pete, Jed, and like... But the group day, you could kind of see how who's going to the front and who's going to the back. Exactly. I mean, there's still guys on the show that I, I haven't even, I don't even remember their names. I don't think Hannah knows Devin's name. Devin or Dustin is. Uh, Which he, one's Dustin? He has the nose piercing. Dustin, Devin, and then unemployed guy. <laughs> He's like 50. He looks 80 <laughs> years old. He's still on this show. Doing I physical actually, activity. I, doing the, and I actually like him. There were moments where he like, you know, gets involved with like the group. Yeah. That you like him. I think Garrett is an undercover douche. 100%. He's waiting in the weeds. That's their backup douche. Luke P will get whatever will happen with him. And then Garrett is going to rise up because he's at the head of like having these arguments in public. Oh, yeah. He Every, loves drama. Every time it, you know, Luke P is like, keep my name out of your mouth. And you're like, okay, dude, uh, what are you fucking, the, what are you, the, the old man who hates dance in his town? I know, like, like you know, in like, his flannel showing up to rose ceremonies. Like, yeah. What Garrett, is that? And, and he's got a lot of hair height, which, you know, good for him. Love but that. But it's Garrett to me, we're going to hear from him later. I I think so too. Okay. Well, at the end of that group date, um, Hannah's like making out with all these guys like on the pool table and like straddling the guy in the chair and straddling the chair. I was like, this is like legitimately sultry. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, wait, is your dress going to rip? She goes, who cares? And I'm like, what's up, ABC? (laughs) 
Oh my god! She yeah, I said, who cares? I'm like, honestly, great. And why, if you're your gonna, mom, dad, cousin, brother, sister, yeah, if you want to make out with five guys in one night, why go on the Bachelorette? Just go to like Murray Hill you for an evening out. during happy hour. Yeah, and- Dorian's. <laughs> just hop in and open your mouth and start throwing your tongue around. It'll yeah, work. I, I, I do like that about her. She's giving. Same. It seems like she's having her rum springer. On this show, mm-hmm. like it doesn't like this is her chance to be wild. She and she can always go. It's the Bachelorette. That's what we I do. I can do what I want. Know? Yeah, yeah. And then roll like, tide, roll tide, and then like she can go home and then be prude with whoever she ends up with. Yeah, but and it's also like you're just making out. So like I, but I did the pool table thing. Was like, but that's also one of those things that's like hot to people who don't fuck. Yeah, yeah. Pete was like, "This is awesome!" Like being on the (laughs) the pool pool table. I was like, "What?" Like this is awesome at all. I want to be in a bed. Like he saw it in a porno once and was like, "This is what I want." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a pool table. (laughs) I got to do it once in my life. That's on my bucket list. It's time. I'm like, I want a finger in the butt during a blowjob. That's on my bucket list. (laughs) I don't want a fucking fucking pool cue up my ass. I know. (laughs) All like the blue dust. Yeah, that seemed like the least comfortable hookup situation. Also, there's a ledge, so it's not even like a flat surface. No, they're uncomfortable. It's it was awkward. So hot it's on the, weird. Yeah, you ever, it, was, it is funny that he's like, it's so hot on the pool table, and you're like, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> there's like a million other places that I'd rather make out. How about out. a couch? How about a bed? <laughs> and yeah. Against a wall, anything yeah. else. I'd rather be naked. I don't know about you, Pete. <laughs> but the <laughs> but pool table's not doing it for pool me. pool table make out isn't exactly getting me. This episode of The Bachelor Podcast is brought to you by OpenFit. Getting fit and healthy is always sounds easier said than done, right? Well, OpenFit is bringing you something new that makes it even easier to never miss a sweat session. Uh, you can lose the commute to the gym and all the workouts come to you. OpenFit takes all the complexity of working out and getting fit. It's a brand new, simple streaming service that allows you to work out from the comfort of your living room in as little as 10 minutes a day. One of like my hardest things is being able to like get myself to the gym. Like sometimes, you know, you don't live by a gym. I live in New York City, so getting to the gym is super hard and it makes it really difficult for me to actually push myself to work out so I can just stay in my house and have this like right there for me to work out. The open fit classes are led by some of the most effective and engaging trainers in the world. I actually took the extend bar class and Andrea Rogers, the one who was doing that. And it was so much fun. I've taken bar before and nothing is better than being able to do bar in your own home when sometimes you suck at it and you have to do it in front of other people, which is also the best part about this. So if you're doing it at home, you can just Chromecast it onto your TV, which is what I do. And I can do it by myself or like with a friend and not have to embarrass myself in front of the entire class. It's super simple and you can forget all the complexity about, you know, getting stressed and getting fit and you can just press play and work out on your own schedule. You can view it on your computer, your TV, your tablet, your smartphone, like your Roku, literally anywhere. I do Chrome class. Like I said, it's awesome. OpenFit has changed the way I work out. And with our code Bachelor, you can join us on your own personalized fitness journey. Again, use the code Bachelor and start using OpenFit for your journey to a healthier life. Right now, the OpenFit 30-day challenge, our listeners get 30 days extended free trial membership to OpenFit where you can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days, which that's amazing. So text Bachelor to 303030 and you will get free full access to OpenFit. All the workouts and nutrition information totally free. Again, just text Bachelor to 303030. 
Okay, so do we want to dive into the date now? The Let's Luke dive P? into it. So Luke P gets the 101, which he's very proud of himself for. But he, the, the best is when he got the one-on-one. Do you remember oh, what he said? Yes, okay. So I have I pull, I saved a um a message. Some girl sent us this and I thought it was like hilarious. Where is it? Okay. So the Luke so the card when he got it, it said, Luke, let's figure things out one way one way or another. So that's but in his mind it said, one way or another, we're gonna figure things out. Like that's that, funny. Like it's yeah. it's one of those things where he's reading it like what we saw it as like Oh shit! This sure. might this isn't great, but he probably saw it as like, oh, you know, what? we're gonna get through this. You and I, we're gonna. I never thought it. That's funny. Uh, that's I, what it is. It, it is like that because. But then he goes. I love what he said to the other guys. He goes. Uh, he goes. I guess I'm gonna have to see if I really like her. If she's like for me. As if this is his show. It's unbelievable. <laughs> but that's this is that to me was Luke P in a nutshell. It is dangerous the way he speaks Mm -hmm. he is a master manipulator he and and i i I, we should all this is why the bachelorette and the bachelor is an important show watch how luke p speaks if you're hanging around someone who does that shit get the fuck get out of there he he speaks actually like like the bad guy, the you know, like like the like a villain, a villain in a lifetime movie. Mm-hmm. You know, like and and when to read to tell a girl you love her, and then go, well, I'm not sure if she's gonna be good enough for me. It's like, dude, what is this? Like your like big fucking like is this your like your your mind karate or some shit? Like to me, that's like the way someone keeps someone in. in and I don't mean like. This is going to another level. Yeah. But like, that's like how abusive relationships communicate. For sure. The way every sentence he said, I was like, that is something I could see the, like someone who's in a relationship with someone that like. Is toxic. Very toxic. And so, and well, part of that is he's taking all the things that's wrong with him because she's like, you know, I don't understand why the guys don't like you. He's taking those things and he's like, well, the reason I'm acting like this is because you haven't been yourself. And I feel like I haven't been been getting the real you. And so I've been confused because you've been doing this and you like he's blaming everything on her. It's like 30 minutes of the episode, like with her and him. And it's like, I know it gets, it was a little bit long. But there's so much there as far as, like, we have fun with the show. But, like, there's, like, serious communication shit that if it's happening in your relationship, yeah. you got to relook the relationship. Like, extrapolate to you. I know you're. it's a crazy thing to be like, oh, I learned about myself on The Bachelorette. But I was watching this being, like, the one where he goes, um, he would just, like, repeat shit she said. But in a different way. In a different little twist. It's like those people, like... I, 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 this happens a lot online where they're never wrong. Mm-hmm. They're never wrong people. So they'll go like, she said something like, um, they, they're lying next to each other. And she says something like, um, I need you to be more like I'm, I'm vamping right now because I'm trying to think. Oh no, I know what you're talking about. I actually have it written down. She was calling him out on his flaws and she was like, you don't have to be mindful of your flaws. And like, you know, sit th-. she was like, she'd like, just own up to them. 
Yeah. Was that what you're talking about? Yeah. It, it's she's like, because he's denying all the he's denying the fact that he has all these things and he's doing all these things wrong. But he's like, OK, well, yeah, I guess I'll just be more mindful of them. She goes, you don't have to be mindful. Just like own up to them. Be like, this is me and this is what I've done. And this is who I am. Yeah. Well, he never has an honest moment. No. It's always lines. It's always, uh, you know, well, I'm going to be mindful of that. And I'm, you know. And I'm going to be a better person. Then she would like say things where it would be a negative, And then he'd go and then he would repeat it as like, I'm just one of those people. Like it kind of felt like he was mansplaining everything to her that he, she had just explained to him. Well, she also said she was like, there's um, she was like, I just feel like there's no emotion. Yeah. And she even went up to the producers like when they were in the background. That was she, a bit weird. And she was like, can somebody go tell him what emotion means? Like explain to him what this is. At that point, I kind of rolled my eyes at Hannah because I'm like, what are they going to tell you? What do you what, like? What is this? To me, when she goes to the producers and then they show it on TV, that's a moment where they're going, we're dealing with a fucking annoying person. It's like, also, explain it yourself. This is your yeah, relationship. It's your show. <laughs> this is your show. Well, but it seemed like Hannah sat there and was like, she, he said he loves me, so I need to give him as many chances as possible. And, and it's like a lot of us have been in those relationships where you're like, you only look at the one good thing. Yeah. And then you spend all the rest of your time apologizing for the bad things. And it's like, that's what she's doing with Luke. It's like, oh, but he said he loved me. So I have, I've given, she keeps saying I've given you more chances than anyone else. At that point. Cut him off. You're say, say it out loud. Repeat it to yourself. Now get him out of here. Exactly. It doesn't make any sense. It, it, she told him that it was the worst date she's ever had. On the on the show, she's like, "This is the worst one on one date that, that I've that's had." That's what he would. But then his move would be to go, "Yeah, and and it's really disappointing to hear that this is really. Di- I I think this didn't go well." And it's like, "Yeah, she just said that." Yeah, that was that's what I'm talking about. That's really his move. Is, is she would say something like that? You're right. Mm-hmm. She would go, "This is the worst date I've had." And then he'll go, "You know, I've really been thinking this didn't go well for us." And, and you're, you're like, like "What? What?" I she know just he says that he to flips you. everything on her. It's a power thing mm-hmm. where it's he's the one making the points that she just made. So now he's a smarter person than he actually is. It's a real manipulative thing going on. Ladies, like I said, like we said, if be, you're hearing yeah. this abort mission, this like is, get well, out this, that Luke thing to me the whole time. I'm thinking this is game footage mm-hmm. for any woman to watch to that you're dealing with. A fucking bad dude. Yeah. And, and I don't mean to like make it. Su- we're talking about The Bachelor, The Bachelorette. I don't mean to make it like such a. But like watching this, mm-hmm. you and I were both thinking that. Right. Which like, also makes me question the fact because I said earlier, you know, I hope he really is like a trash human and like this isn't just editing. But you can't really edit all of this stuff. That? How could you edit this stuff? I mean, you now that I'm thinking about the it. Stairs that he does in. Like he just sits there staring glassy eyed. But the things that he's saying, like these are full, complete, crazy sentences that he's saying to her. Crazy. And that's why I could tell. That's why you can like feel the pain of the other guys in the house where they're like always dealing with him. Yeah. They're always like, they're like, wait a minute. I just, it's like, hey, who's getting breakfast? And then he walks in. He's like, nobody's eating breakfast ever in this house. Like, you know, like everything is always a tinge off. And it's just like. Dude, it's tough. These are the toughest people to deal with. Also, and I, I, I kind of referenced this before, he deals in words that you can't disagree with. This is an online yes. trick where they go, where you'll go, if you say something with nuance, people come back at you with definites. 
So it's like online. This happens all the time. If you like, I said, if you say like, "Man, there's a dog on my flight that's huge," mm-hmm. and then someone goes back and you and goes, "Oh, you hate people with anxiety." You know what I mean? Like that. And then you can't. Yeah. And then you, you go. Oh, well, fuck. now you're in a war of do I hate? That's kind of Luke's move. Yes. Where it's like that's a great example. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like he and, and this happens all the time online where it's like, oh, you'll make fun of something and then someone will go, well, you you know. Like, I'll be like, I'll make fun of like that I ate a full pizza and they're like, I told myself why are you shaming crust. people? Over? Oh, you're shaming people <laughs> who don't have it. You know, some people don't have food in Africa. That's it. And okay. you go, uh, 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 now you're evil. Everybody's going to blame somebody for something. Yeah. It's- so Luke, that's his move mm-hmm. where they'll go. Everyone in the house doesn't like you. People well, love me. Well. Oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, she go, was, and she was like, you can't say that. Like, people <laughs> love me? What are you talking about? She literally said, don't say but stuff like that. Then you, then they get, they're made for each other because then they're at the dinner and Hannah goes, I've, he goes, what was your experience like on the show? And she's like, I'm just used to everyone liking me. And it's like, and then she had and to like, like oh, backtrack wait. a second. She's like, I'm not you. And it's like, yeah, you're a little bit Luke. A little bit Luke. Yeah. Um, well, at the end, she, she wasn't able to give him the rose. She told him, she's like, I don't know if I can give you this. I mean, it's work. Well, this hanging right now. This but is why she's an unlikable bachelorette. She just cut him. Cut him. At that point, you say to him, "Hey, wh- at that point, bring in the big fat security guard that does your rolling." It's like, can we get bring this that guy out of in. here? Yeah. yeah, bring in that random dude and get the taxi cab. Have it waiting. Let's get rid of him. Let's move the show along. Yeah. Because when you don't cut someone like that, I think that's when it becomes like you're like. Oh, yeah. I mean, everybody's what's she here for? Everybody's DMing us being like, I can't believe she still has him on. I can't believe she saw him on. And I'm like, hopefully she sends him home because she doesn't. There's going to be serious. Well, if she has him on, it's for one of two reasons. This is back to the beginning of the podcast uh, of, of this show. And they're both unlikable reasons. One, you're too implicit with the production of the show. which yeah. We all hate. Mm hmm. That makes you a bad bachelor, bad bachelorette is when you're too, you're trying to write the show with them. Yeah. Like Nick Vial was famous for that. He's like, he was just looking to create stuff. And you're like, no, 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 no. You're the pawn. You're the loser. Exactly. You're the one we make fun of. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. Or it's the other version, which is even more hateable, is that she can't even see. See it happening. That this guy, yeah. that this Just because he said, I love you once means that he can do anything he wants. And that's another hateable thing because now it's not a strong central character. Right. This episode of The Bachelor Podcast is brought to you by StoryWorth. Everyone has a family member who is always telling the best stories. Like my grandpa is always bringing up some sort of crazy war story. And it's so interesting to listen to. Well, StoryWorth was founded by a guy who wanted his dad to record all of his amazing stories. The family enjoyed their process so much that they launched in April 2013 so that families around the world can share this gift as well. What is StoryWorth? StoryWorth makes it easy and fun for your loved ones to share their stories with weekly emailed story prompts, questions that you've never thought you'd ask. At the end of the year, they'll get all of their stories bound in a beautiful hard book cover. Strengthen your family bonds and get to know all of your loved ones in a whole new way. This is how it works. Okay, so you purchase the subscription for someone you loved, and then each week, StoryWorth sends them an email with a question about their life. They simply reply to this email story, and all of their stories are private and only shared with the family that you choose. After a year, the stories will be bound into a beautiful keepsake book. It's a great way to connect with your family. I mean, it's 
hard to stay in touch when you live far away like me. You know, I don't live at home anymore. So being able to, you know, stay in touch with my family and hear all of their stories is um, really nice. And I love this. Also, I got this for my mom for Mother's Day. And guess what? My dad's getting it, too, because my dad was super jealous that he didn't get one, even though I feel like my my dad is in some of my mom's stories. But uh, whatever, maybe there'll be some repeats. Who knows? Well, my mom always shares the story about how my grandpa took her to New York for the first time. And that's such a relatable thing to me because I remember when my mom took me to New York for the first time. So just hearing those stories and being able to connect with my family is amazing. All right. And now here's the thing. We have a special offer for all of our Bachelor listeners. For $20 off, you visit storyworth.com slash bachelor when you subscribe. That's literally $20 off when you visit storyworth.com slash bachelor when you subscribe. Okay, so at the end of every episode, Derek and I do a thing. It's called the Cringe Harrison Award. Okay. And it's the cringiest moment you think was on this episode. Like, Ooh. what uh, your favorite, or not favorite, I guess, but the cringiest part you thought happened. The cringiest part is them sitting on the bluff. Disca- yeah. Like, just talking. That's mine, too. Yeah, like that whole scene. Therapist scene going back and forth. Like, you guys talk it out. And then yeah. her being pissed about it or her being annoyed. And it's like, well, oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about a different. Oh, wait, scene. which one? You're talking about the Luke versus. I'm Luke. talking about Luke versus Luke. That was my cringe Harrison. That's for me. Like that was cringy. I agree. Mine is more when they're sitting in front of that castle and she goes, OK, let's just do this date. Like, you know, okay, like, let's just get this over let's with. Let's just get this over with. And it's like at that point, why are you doing this? Hannah, don't worry. We'll find an hour. Yeah. Blink we'll, if we'll, you need help. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hannah, we'll find the ed- on the on the editing room floor. We'll figure out an hour. <sighs> don't get she was like, oh, okay, let's just do this castle. And then they walk in and he's like, Look, it's crazy. And you're like, dude, say you like fucking pasta over macaroni and cheese. Unreal. Just say that. <laughs> Even though believe? like uh, yeah that that whole <laughs> thing to me was very strange but if anything that's a great playbook for Jed like watch Jed who now I'm beca- now that we've talked about it I trust mm-hmm. him less than ever he's going to come on and be like he's going to come on with some mac and cheese being like here oh, yeah. I made this for you oh oh my god you like, you mac, like mac and cheese over spaghetti over spaghetti does that mean you like me? That's that means that means we know each other. <laughs> that's how you know. That's you how know you know other. you know yeah. each other yeah. when yeah. you know which one they like. That's what I know about yeah, my girlfriend. I only know what what brand that she likes tortellini <laughs> over fettuccine. That's what I know about her. That's my. That's great though. That means we're in love. That's, that means that's you're in you love. Know. That's, that's a sign of a good relationship. Okay, so I feel good about this whole podcast, this conversation. Oh, this I, I, I've enjoyed it fully. Yeah, so um, just want to let you guys know, you can follow us on um, at Bachelor Podcast on Instagram. I answer all these DMs. Um, I'm here for your therapy, your venting, your general like meme submissions. And you can follow us on Twitter as well, at Bachelor Pod. Um, rate, review, subscribe. The podcast, say you like us. Obviously, you're listening, so you do... I'm sorry that I keep going on and on. I feel like I talked way too much. Wait, let's. And I, d- what do we have? What? Oh, I thought you. Oh, I thought you had more to say. No, I. I, <laughs> I felt bad that I. I don't. You know, I'm hoping the listeners enjoyed. No, I, this I, is I, great, I, Jared. I this it was awesome Derek's having you on your show, and I want to make sure that I didn't. You know, Derek's too good to be here his right Mykonos now. Trip. We didn't. You know, I didn't ruin things for you guys. I <laughs> no, this sure. was great. Here's and the best way to also like I, I love helping people share their podcast. And I think, yes, if you're a fan of the Bachelor podcast, you got to make it your Instagram story. It's 
you guys, this is K is fantastic and has a the, the puts out a great product every week for you guys. Live gets here early, stays here late. You guys get it for free to get out of your own heads. I listen to podcasts. This is the best way to you know get out of your own head and get away from your own thoughts for an hour. Make your Instagram story. Tag a bitch. Yeah, tag, tag Bachelor K. Pod. Um, that's considered payment to me. Exactly. And so that's a good. And also, we're all looking at each other's stories and you know going down the rabbit hole. People think like it's hard to tell someone to listen to a podcast. I think. I think that's a. Oh because yeah. Because people do this thing. They go, "Well, I don't listen to podcasts." They they go with fists up. They're only doing that because they feel stupid. They feel behind. Yeah. They they're they're the people that are like, I don't go to the ATM. I go to the teller. Yeah. <laughs> Those people are at the ATM now. So, exactly. If you're listening to this podcast, don't even go to tell people to listen to a podcast. Make your Instagram story. Screenshot. Yes. Tag it. Let people do their own stalking on their own that you would do. So that's my, that's, I like to, uh, be, that's what I consider a best practice exactly. for the podcast game. So. Well, speaking of, um, make sure you follow Jared. Like I said, he does awesome Instagram stories, live Instagram stories during the, po- uh, during the episodes at Jared Freed on Instagram and at JTrain56 um, on Twitter. Also, he is on our You Up podcast, which we have yes. some really oh, exciting news about. We forgot to plug that in the beginning. Oh, let's talk huge, about it now. Well, huge announcement coming today, five o'clock. That's when the new UF podcast drops. We have yes. a huge announcement that if you're a listener to the show, even if you don't, um, you're going to want to be involved in what we're doing. It's going to be a fantastic thing coming up. Listen today, uh, Wednesday at five o'clock, the UF podcast. Very special announcement. I'm very excited. It's big. It's, big. it's coming. And it's going to be great. Yeah. So. so make sure you listen to the You Up podcast and follow them on Instagram at You Up Pod. It's all about dating, sex, relationships, um, everything you need to know about texting you up. Yeah. It's really, <laughs> it's modern dating talk. I mean, if you don't listen, um, we're, it's advice. Right now, we're living in a period of time where there's things you can't ask your parents about with dating. Mm-hmm. None of them know what a how many what it means when a guy likes seven of your pictures in a row. You can't <laughs> ask them what it means when the Snapchat streak ends. Um, the Snapchat streak is so real. So real. Uh, how do I deal with this dating app? Why isn't he texting? You know, Jordana and I we talk about all that stuff, and really, it's about honesty and commiseration. We are not experts, but we're talking honestly in a space that's really tough to speak honestly about. So. I'm really excited about the you up and what we're doing. And, uh, you know, five o'clock today. I'm a fob friend of Betches friend of Betches. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. We will be back next week. Um, We have Kayla Quinn coming on uh, next episode. I met her sweet as pie. Literally the sweetest person on the planet. She is literally the nice. I met her at like people. They do that like in. Oh, yeah. The the reality thing or whatever. whatever. I'm like the devil incarnate compared to Kayla Quinn. Oh, no, 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 no one can compare. <laughs> no, I mean, remember when she put on the helmet while he was carrying her out? Yeah, what? And I was like, what is this, the 30s? What's She's going on so here? so cute, so sweet. She's going to be co-hosting with me next week. And then Derek will be back from his vacation, finally. Um, all right, guys, we will see you next week. Thank you again, Jared. Bye. Betches.